on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. And a very good morning, everybody. Six after four here on High Tide. Good to have the pleasure of your company. We're heading for a top of 27 degrees in the Sydney metropolitan area today. Winds northeasterly, 15 to 20 knots, around one metres for the swell. Uh, the seas, the swell uh, should be 1 to 1.5, partly cloudy. Currently at Zerbitry Hill at the moment, winds are northwest, uh, west-northwest, in fact, at nine kilometres per hour. So a little bit of breeze out there. The Windy app is telling us that it's not going to get too bad today. Kieran Reeky, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Grant. Good morning to everyone that's listening to us, not only here in New South Wales, around Australia and around the world. Yes, as well. via the app. Yeah, via the app. Thank you very and much for what you've instituted there last week from Belgium. Oh, the podcast, yeah. Yeah, the yes. podcast. Hello, everybody in Belgium. We rate very well in Belgium, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could we do a broadcast from uh, Belgium, do you think? Well, as you know, I'm involved in other other projects during the week, and 160 downloads in our first week is not too bad compared to, uh, let's say, some more better-known products. Shall we say? Very good. I'm happy Very with that. Very good. What about our special guest this morning? Yes. Do introduce. Yes. From the Shooters, Fishers, Farmers Party. Mm-hmm. None other. He travels the world. Mm-hmm. Stevie Bowler. Good morning. Good morning, boys. How are we going? Not good. too bad yourself. Good yeah. to see you. Yeah, good to be seen. Yeah, just got in. I was in uh, beautiful Dubbo during the week and then uh, Parks and uh, dropped into Oberon yesterday and... Uh, Caught up with a, a few people uh, that I know there and got some reports of the uh, fishing down there and the, the redfin are on fire at the dam down there. So, uh, yeah, it uh, was very nice. We actually had a, a cheeky little uh, meal of that and um, was was nice. Not as good as I make it, but not too bad. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't want to say at the time to the, the person cooking, but I was sort of thinking, oh, I wouldn't have done it that way, you know. Like, sort of. Well, how do you cook, how do you cook <laughs> bread? I cook it nice and simple, like just quick pan fry and, and not too fancy. What, just the fillets or the fish? Just the fillets. No, I don't don't bother uh, so cleaning, scale it? cleaning. Don't scale it. I just knock out the shoulders of redfin and uh, skin that fillet. So I don't muck around with the rib cage or anything like that. Don't scale them. Don't do anything because you're basically when you're getting onto the redfin, you're getting big bags of fish. So you want to be quick and, and lovely. You want a, a really uh, nice, very sharp filleting knife. Probably 
about a, a five to six inch filleting knife is is right, nice and flexible, and you just want to be quick. You want to get yourself a little bit of a production line going. If you can have two people doing it, it's even better. You know, one person knocks off the shoulders, passes them on to the next person, he knocks off the skin, and uh, just give them a quick uh, rinse in a bucket. Pop with them on the ice. skin. Mm-hmm. Can you just nick it and pull it? Like and you tear it can, off, can but I, I find it's, or do it's you quicker. Just if you drive if the you, knife through, yeah. Look, if you've got a sharp enough knife, and you know your knives should be sharp if you're if you're serious I like about the fishing. brand of frost. Mm-hmm. I use. I've had the frost knives for about thirty years. Yeah, look, it's good that's knife. a good steel. It's a, a, a nice hard steel, which is what you want. Um, you either want. If you're sharpening them yourselves, you want a reasonably soft steel so you can keep it an edge on it yeah. and keep going as you as you go along, or you want a really nice hard steel that'll take the edge. It'll take a bit to sharpen it, but it'll maintain that edge for a, a, a good long while through a bunch of fish. It do really you depends. use a steel, no, like the butcher no, no, no. does, or do you use a stone? I use paper wheels, uh, which are basically it's a modified uh, bench grinder with uh, a big disc of of uh, sort of a compressed cardboard yeah. with a polishing compound and uh holy weaver that gets them nice and sharp yeah you, you've got to yeah. know what you're doing because you can if you don't know what you're you doing with use it, those can, in woodwork and metalwork as well at school yeah you know? but you with the uh, paper wheels you turn the uh, disc around so yeah. it's sort of rotating away from you and yeah you just uh very very lightly all you're doing basically is polishing the uh, blade and then give it a quick strop on you know some uh Leather, even your belt afterwards, just to to polish the uh, burr off, and uh, you've got a mirror polish on on your the edge of your knife. Two things: the leather strap. I remember the leather strap. You know, a lot of people you, and at home they have the strap yep. to yeah. sharpen the knife. Strop your razor. Yeah. Yep, it was, hmm. and it also had a dual dual purpose <laughs> they hit you with it yeah <laughs> around your bum and your legs yeah now i mean there's if your knife's already blunt there's no point you can strop for ages on a, a bit, of, bit of leather it's not going to do a thing the the strop is basically to polish off that burr at the end of it you, your knife has got to be either been put over a stone or a uh, a steel and steels they they do they're a trap for young players because they seem like they're doing a good thing it's like those um tungsten carbide sort of blade sharpeners yeah you know, they sort of appear like they're doing a really good job and people go oh wow look how sharp my knife is and so like, no you're just chewing away at the edge of your your blade there and if you you sort of look at it with a uh, a magnifying glass like the edge of it is just like a saw blade it's terrible you know there's a thing that i learned after opening my big mouth that i said to my neighbors oh Give me that knife and I'll sharpen it for you. Mm. And I should have never have done that. Yes. Because that neighbour told that neighbour and that neighbour. Next oh, yeah. thing I'm sharpening knives. <laughs> I've got oh, other yeah. things to do in my life. Yeah. Sharpen everybody's knives. And they didn't come with one. Mm. You know, and, oh, well, I better bring around the the steak knife. Or that bring nah. 40. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just <laughs> yeah. go buy another one. Yes, that's it. No, it... But a good quality uh, filleting knife, if you yeah. look after it, will last you forever, forever in a day. You know, you uh, as long as you're maintaining that that blade and not letting it get too blunt, uh, don't put it through the dishwasher. Dishwashers are just that's the worst thing you can do to any kitchen knife or 
you know, any sharp knife has put it in the dishwasher because that abrasive uh, yeah. cleaner will just wear away at the edge of it and uh, turn it blunt you know, you know, in one cycle. Brendan says to me, I've got this old knife that my grandfather used to use, right? And it's an old bone handle. Mm-hmm. Remember, that mm-hmm. it, it, it's like a dinner knife. It's got a blade of about six inches on it, and that's what it, I keep sharpening it, you know, and the handle's wearing away more than what the blade is. But mm. it's a great knife. Yeah, oh, look, I, I know a lot of people that use those old uh, bone-handled uh, you know, bread knives and butter knives and yeah. so forth, and they put an edge on those, and they're fantastic filleters for for things like garfish and whiting. Like wow, they they're like a Sharp uh, like a really small um, salmon filleting knife. You know, they're, yeah. they're just a, a, an interesting design that works really well. But uh, no, I, I like a, a nice little. Little sharp filling knife. I've I've got Victorian oxes that I, I use for that, and uh, I find them very good. And yeah, just knocking a whole bunch of uh, uh, redfin fillets out, and you're getting basically a bag or two of, of fish finger-sized fillets. I give them a dusting of flour and pepper and salt in hot oil, you know, really hot oil, and honestly, thirty seconds per side maximum. That's all they want. They're, you know, they're not a thick fillet. They don't need to be overcooked. That drizzle of lemon over the top and, oh, so good. Okay, now what we're going to look at is the brands of knives that you buy because the, if you went to a tackle store or, say, you went to B, BCF or one of those, what are we going to look for? What, how, do, how are the people going to know that that's a good brand of knife? Look, generally, you get what you pay for in terms of knife quality. Uh, those sort of uh, El Cheapo knives that uh, are sort of, yeah, around well, you get ten, a box for. 10 bucks uh, on those sort of kits, yeah. Look, they're, they're often not the best. You, you want to be spending a bit of money on a, on a quality knife. You, you're wanting to get decent steel. If you get decent steel... It's going to last you and and uh, look after it. Don't uh, use the filleting knife to cut up bait and things like that. Don't chop through uh, spines and cut heads off and things like that with your, your filleting knife. You want to use that purely for filleting. Yep. Uh, you know, you don't want and to you'll scale know it's good fish because with it'll it. bend. It's flexible, so yeah, quite yeah, flexible. Yeah, you, know, uh, you want it to to be able to bounce over those uh, rib bones and and uh, backbones and things like that. And not so dig if into you're it. not sure of what what you really want when you go to the tackle, go to a tackle store mm. because they are fishermen and they would bone out fish and they'll give you the right steer and say, look. That knife's thirty bucks, and that'll do this long. That one's fifty, and you'll it'll be there when you're not. Hmm. So you know. So, but you've got to ask somebody who knows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can talk about it, and I would say buy the Frost brand. Um, yep, you could. will say another Vic, brand, Victorinox, Frost, all, all those sort of anything that's got a, a bit of a name for itself. Yeah, you know. Uh, if you can uh, buy something that's that's going to last, you're much better off. And as I say, look after it. Just give it a nice, quick rinse under the tap. Dry it off with paper towel. Keep it away from the dishwasher. 17 after 4. We'll take a quick break here on High Tide. Come back and we'll find out where the fish are biting. Talking sport. Play immediately stopped as LeBron James celebrated for an on-court presentation. What? During the game? Yeah. 
So. Hang, hang on. <laughs> you can't just stop. Right, you can well, celebrate. You can celebrate shot. after the game no, no, and do all of no. that after the game. You lose the moment. I think we should present the Clive Churchill medal. Seventy minutes in, stop the game. <laughs> stop the game. Nah, you're being ridiculous <laughs> now. That's a very poor example. Have your say. See, I'm not alone, Graham. Right. Baseball's not a bad sport. Step up at basketball, oh please. Talking sports. I don't think we need to Americanise. Well, we've Americanised our games because we followed. Whatever the English did. New Zealand followed that sort of tone a lot longer than us. But their commentary and their sports coverage now is totally Americanised and they've got rid of the BBC stuff. So it's just the way sport's going to progress. Sorkin Sports, weekdays from 3 on 2SN. Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube, or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer, and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au. T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TMD. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit all group franchise franchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. Are you thinking of escaping to the country? Maybe a new home is on the cards? Maybe a new lifestyle? Well, Palkit Homes has been providing the answer for more than 50 years. You can choose from Pal's range of stylish, modern homes which are designed for country living. Palkit Homes make it easy for you to build your own home and save a lot of money. Find out how at PAL, that's P-A-L-Kidhomes.com.au or phone 1-800-024-912. Everything you need to know now. Sydney's 2SM. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go... Just gone 20 after 4. Good morning if you're heading out this morning. It looks like it's going to be a fair sort of a day. Not quite as warm as tomorrow's going to be. Temperatures are going to be around about uh, the 27 degree mark tomorrow. Today we are heading for a top of 27 as well. They're not predicting any rain, which is good. We've had a ton of that, Kieran, uh, throughout the week and we could live without, live without it this weekend, I would dare say. You're not going to talk to me? Yes, I am. I was reading. Actually, I was just reading um, an email and paperwork that you gave me. I'll be away uh, next week. Mate, so no reports unless you wish to ring the shop. He's gone to Swain's. Um, and Jason, so it's obviously from Port Macquarie. Hmm? 
There you go. Very nice part of the world to, to end up. Yes, yeah, beautiful part of the world. Yeah, a few fish up there. That's for sure. Yeah, that's it's so. a good little trip. So uh, you know, it's a, a good store when the uh, you know the owner goes on a busman's holiday. You know, sort of you want your tackle shop uh, proprietor to go fishing when on his off time. Absolutely, sure. absolutely, it's everything, isn't it? The local, and that's what you get at your local tackle shop. That local knowledge of what's going on and where they're mm-hmm. biting and what they're taking and and what gear you should be using. Yep, he's the one. You don't look. look I'm I'm told that some of the BCF stores are doing it. Amazon's doing it. They're starting to get somebody hanging around the fishing area and that you can talk to that's got a bit of knowledge about what's going on. But uh, I would say go to the local tackle store. He'll yeah. tell you about the if you've got a boat, about how to cross the bar, when to cross the bar. Hmm. So you'll pick up other information and they'll give you a tip or two about where to go and catch a feed of fish. Look, about the tides uh, and fishing the tides, which we can talk about in a minute. Low tide here at Fort Denison will be at five past seven this morning, and that'll be a half a metre. Now, the high tide will be at 13.07. That's just 1.07 this afternoon, 1.45. So that's about a metre in the run. Mm-hmm. And then another low would be at seven eleven p.m. tonight. That'll be half a meter, point five two. So you know, there's about a meter run either way. Yeah, yeah. not as bad as last week. The high tide was at nearly one a.m. this morning, and that was one point six of a meter. So mm-hmm. you're running; it's running down to a half a meter. Yeah. So nice. that, that uh, a meter change. It's yeah. not too bad. It's not too bad, but it's it's still enough movement to, to keep the fish Interested. Know, on, on the chew and, and so yeah. forth. So, yeah, you want to be sort of trying to get on the water so you're you know, fishing a tide change if possible. Yeah, sometimes you don't have a choice and the, the, uh, the planets don't align for you, but if they do, fishing a tide change is definitely the way to go. You know, that, that sort of slack water period and the turn of the tide is always... Uh, you know, a bit of a magic time to to get onto certain species. What were you using to catch your redfin? They were mainly using lures. So if you want to get serious and get a, a big bag of uh, redfin, yeah, worms work really well. But once they're on the chew, and redfin are one of those sort of uh, species of fish that, you know, you find anywhere along the bank, as soon as you catch one redfin, you're going to catch more because they'll all come over to the commotion of fish getting caught. And, uh, yeah, it just gets the fishing gets better and better and better as you as you're getting more and more fish. So worms uh, or lures, like worms work, lures work. Uh, soft plastics they love small uh, wrigglers. I like a uh, black and gold wriggler uh, for for redfin. Uh, but you know, little seltzers, little uh, metal spoons, any anything will work. Little minnow pattern uh, divers and things like that. They're, they really are a voracious little predator, and that's half the problem with redfin. And while we've got to try and knock those numbers back a bit, they breed really well, and they're just absolute predators of renown. You know, they'll they'll eat everything, mm. including each other. So, uh, but yeah, sensational, and and the best eating fish I reckon in in a lot of those dams. Like compared, to, I'd sooner have a, a bag full of redfin fillets and a bag of trout fillets. That's for sure. That's that's just me, but uh, I think trout are a very overrated fish. 
You, you mentioned a, um, a thing there a moment ago about they'll eat each other. So when we talk about cannibalistic fish, the flathead is notorious. Oh, yeah, flathead. Uh, yeah, they all do it, though. Uh, yeah, Taylor, you know, I, th- I think just about everything will, will eats itself. Uh, eat, eat itself. I mean, the, some of the uh, sharks, you know, grey, grey nurse sharks, for example, they're cannibalistic in utero. You know, they they'll have a um, a litter of, of uh, shark pups, and they'll eat each other inside the womb until they have just two left, one each side of the the uterus, and out they come. So, yeah, the. They're incredible uh, animals right from the get-go. Sharks yeah. sharks are a massive, interesting mm. machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, haven't changed in, in millions and millions of years. No, and it tells you big, enough, doesn't it? Yeah. Their, got, their radar system. Yep. Their uh, Pick the up on electrical impulses. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, uh, all the spots over their, their nose, they can basically smell. What looks like freckles. Yeah. Is yeah. actually radar. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now they're they're an incredible thing, and uh, no bones and very tasty flesh. So yeah, hey, their filtration system is mm. enormous. I mean, I've caught sharks. Mm-hmm. <coughs> having having a bit of a cough. There you go. Yep, I've caught sharks, and when they've when we've got them up near the back of the boat, say within three, four, five meters, they'll. They'll open their mouth right up and empty their stomach out. Mm. Yeah, because you know? they don't know what's what, what's got them and pulling them, mm. and you know, and so they do everything and they shake it, and and then they make a, they try to make their mind up whether they should come on board and sort out who's ever got hold of me or not. Mm. And when that happens, yeah, that's the part that worries me. When they come on board, yeah. That's when you need to make sure you don't have anything down at the bottom because they trash it. Oh, yeah. No, and, and that's the thing. When I was a younger man, you know, sort of teenager, early 20s, I loved chasing big sharks and think, oh, this is the best. Now, like anything over a metre, metre 20, I just go, oh, that's hard work. That's, that's, they are. That, that, that's, that's, You've that, won your that's freedom. Problem, you know? It's sort of like, oh, no. You know, whereas uh, anything smaller than that, yeah, you know, I sort of go, ooh, welcome aboard. Into the esky you go. Yep. So, um, yeah, you know, sharks are, are one of those things that they're definitely, um, you know, when you're, you're young, they're awesome when they, you know, they're sort of... You know, I used to see. mention to Laurie McAnally, I'd say to him, I wonder whether we could turn a shark into a pet, mm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you? Well, everybody else has all these exotic pets. pets. Mm. You know, uh, you, you can I, buy them for fish tanks. I, I think, yeah, from like, like yeah. little leopard sharks and yeah. things like that, and cat sharks and what have you. Yeah, but I don't think you, you're sort of putting a whaler in a fish tank or anything. No, like that. no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be one one of those things. Would like you the, like to come like and the, see my pet bull sharks? Yeah, like the Americans <laughs> with the alligators, and they end up throwing them in the sewer and so forth, and they get huge down the sewer. You, you can imagine like a. a bronze whaler down in the sewer somebody's flushed it down the toilet and grows huge down there you know <laughs> poor guys at the uh, sewage treatment plant get the shock of their lives one day when it comes well, into the tanks building out yeah <laughs> especially when they have a shutdown and uh you know from the heavy rains oh yeah 
and they let everything flow on through. You imagine this great, you know, three, four metre shark floating on through the system. Oh, yeah, it could happen, but, uh, you know, it's nice to think about it. I reckon there's a, an interesting, uh, you know, story there somebody should write, but uh, not me. Well, there's, there's the other side too. You've got that with a shark, if mm. you bring him on board, you really make sure that he is dead. Oh, yes. Because yep. a lot of times when you think they're dead... Keeping, yeah, uh, keeping they're... your paws away from the uh, the mouth hole of a shark is a very, very smart yeah. idea. Just so you can whip around. A, a lot of the smaller ones in particular can whip right around to their tail. You know, and, and people sort of grab them by the, the tail and sort of lift them up going, Ha-ha, I've got you. And, uh, no, I got you. Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn the tables on you there. So. A snake will do that too. Yeah, li- little snakes, uh, particu- particularly the, ven- yeah, the venomous ones in particular are, are very quick at uh, going back up their bodies and, and, and zotting your hand if you're not careful. But um, pythons generally don't. They're, they're pretty placid. You grab the, a hold of the python's tail and you're sort of like, oh, well, you got me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I've, I've been... Uh, took the the python to the vet the other day because she's got a little patch of scales that hasn't uh, come off from a couple of sheds so she's got a, when we bought her she was cheap because she had a kink in her neck and uh yeah she's sort of got this little little patch of uh scales like a mohawk on her at the moment uh, <laughs> but uh vet said she's fine it'll it'll come off eventually you could try giving her a scratch and i thought oh, i don't think so i don't think she'd be big on the idea so uh yeah Bit of curiosity there. How big is it now? Well, she's getting up there. She's sort of, um, what, six and a half, seven foot, something like that. It's hard to throw the tape measure over her because, again, she's, you know, once she's out of the tank, she's all over you like a rash. And, you know, I I take her out into the sun at least, you know, two or three times a week at this time of year because she just loves being outside with the sun. You know, she just... Happy as a clam, she'll be. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing my luck, I'd, I'd pick, it, pick it up by the tail and go, Steve said it's okay. You, you're, you're a, you know, you'll be fine. The, the snake would bite me and go, yeah, but I'm not a python, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I've had to handle a few. I've, had, I've got some photos of them around my neck and that, but boy, oh boy. When I had first touched them and they were cold, mm. cold as, you know. Oh. Yeah, no, they're, uh, they're sort of. Cool and dry and, and so strong. But his daughter wanted one as a pet. Yep. And, um, okay, so we've gone from this to this. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. When I think back to when we, we first got her and she was, you know, very small and then just not much bigger than a, uh, you know, this screen in front of me size uh, tank, you know, sort of, what, about two foot by one foot tank and now she's in... Uh, Do you reckon you could leave a wanderer around the house? Uh, she'd eat the cat, like she's she's. Well, then the new cat the daughter picked up when we got back from the states at the hotel. I told her that story. No, bloody cats. Anyway, but uh, this this little cat, it's like a dwarf cat, so not a very big cat at all. And the, like this, a rat. Every time that cat walks past the tank, you see the snake come straight over to the the front of the and put its nose up against the glass, thinking, "I'll have you." So, <laughs> Like that, that snake would eat that cat so quick. Yeah, it's um, yeah, because she's eating big things now. She's eating you know full size quail, big pigeons, you know, small chickens, bantam chickens, things like that. She's quite happy to eat. So yeah, she's 
She's getting to be a big girl, and, and she's I don't think I'd like things. her at the end of my bed. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no. Well, there you go, everybody. You've learned how to sharpen knives. Well, imagine if, if Brendan was here, we could take some calls. I'm sure other people have animals that do all sorts of strange things. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've sharpened knives. We've learned about pythons. Who knows what we'll know by 7 o'clock. We'll take a quick break and be Sword back in a moment. Tonight with Gary Stewart. What's going on with the Australian cricket team at the moment? Oh, mate, they haven't got the technique that these reverse swings and sweeps, mate. Now, that's all one-day stuff, which is all right there because you've got to do that. But yeah. in technical, where you've got a five days to play a game of cricket, they're, they're, they've been finishing in, in three days, mate. And it's just, oh, it's a shocker just to watch, mate. I feel like crying inside. Gary Stewart's Housing are putting me up in patches. I get a couple of weeks here and there, and then I get free breakfast. I was there for about a month uh, not long ago. And, yeah. Um, and then they'll come and talk to me again, and then they'll put me somewhere else. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Do you think the buck stops with the state government, or should it be a shared deal with federal government as well? I think it should be shared. I really do. Obviously, state's there to help us straight away. Yeah. And then we've got the federal to come in and just help. Literally, we've had no help as business owners. It's been a joke. This is Talk Tonight with Gary Stewart. Summer is here. And you want your car air conditioning working at its best. You'll be blown away with the air conditioning service at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Our fully qualified mechanics will help keep you cool through the summer with a comprehensive service of your car's air conditioning system. So book online today at repcoservice.com. If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience. For waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services and improving accessibility, you go to networkconstructionservices.com.au or you can phone Steve on 98 08 56 73. Something that can help you manage mild arthritis and other aches and pains is Arborvitae Joint Health, just like it helped Gary. Take my word for it, just take it. The worst that you can do is not like it or it doesn't work. That's the worst that can happen. Other than that, just give it a go. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone Arborvitae on 1300 879 863. Children all over Australia are making their Christmas wish. Sophie's wish is different to others. All I want is to be better at school. Poverty is holding Sophie back and she doesn't have what she needs to do her best at school. She may never reach her full potential. Give Sophie access to vital out-of-school learning programs before it's too late. Change the course of a child's life this Christmas. Search the Smith family and donate today. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Just gone 23 to 5 here on High Tide. Time to head down to the south coast. Ross O'Brien's joining us online. Good morning, Ross. Good morning, mate. How are you? Up there, fellas. We're having a ball. It's a it's a cast of thousands in here today. It's un, unusual to see somebody else besides Kieran. Yeah, it's actually quite pleasant. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the other me? line. Mm. Who's there with you, mate? Steve. Steve Bowler. Oh, Steve Bowler. Good one. Oh, what the, the three mouseketeers, mate? Something bit, like that. A bit yeah. like that. How's the fishing been? Good, mate. Yeah, um, when the boys got out, they'd done all right. A lot of good snapper around. I'll tell you what, though, the day's looking topped. Uh, they've got this nor'easter coming in in the evening, so it should be nice all day. It's only about a metre of swell, so uh, if I still had a boat, I'd be heading out there. Um, definitely worth the trip out. But interesting, just something quickly on that shark business. Uh, whenever we brought a shark on board in Signal, I used to tell the punters that uh, the only time a shark is safe is when it's billeted. Yep. And that kept them away from it. You know, I had one silly person trying to take photos of it close up and nearly lost the camera. But, um, you know, sometimes you can bash them, knife them, whatever you want, and they'll still swing you around and bite them, mate, even though they've got a knife on the top of the forest. So, the only, that's, that's the whole thing. Just stay away from them until they're full of it. And they, they can't catch you once they're full of it. Um, that's just a, my opinion on it, um, but that's something I used to tell uh, the people on board. I think I'd be agreeing with you. Not that we chase sharks, we never chase them, but you know what it's like when you're getting snapper and all that sort of good stuff, but a bit of bait floating around, they uh, they appear. I don't yeah. think you have to chase them these days. They're just quite no, happy to turn up. They're prolific, aren't they? Very, mm. very much so. Uh, all the all the bands on them have obviously worked. Uh, right, back to fishing. There's the um, snapper have been on, mate. Um, now they're they're from virtually along the rock edges, right out until about fifty fathoms. So that's a good scope where to go. Now there's been some quite substantial size ones caught along the off the rocks. Uh, by that, I mean, you know, 50, 60 um, centimetres. So they've been good fish. There's been a lot of undersized ones that have had to go back, obviously. But um, they're, they're still good. Uh, nearly everyone I spoke to has caught a sizable one. So that's not a freak. They're there. Which surprises me, actually, um, unless it's it's just because of the way that current is. That current's still running downhill. So, um, and at speed, uh, too. Sorry, mate? And at speed. It's got some speed yeah. about it, that current. Yeah, yeah, it's a couple of knots, eh? It's not more. Um, but the other thing with the snapper, too, is there's some good tucker around for them, so they're, um, they're coming in for a feed, you know? Um, but... Um, Along the rocks for people that are, um, uh, and it wouldn't be bad today. There is a metre as well, so have a good look at it before you go there. But um, I think it should be all right. Um, as long as you're experienced, don't go on there if you're not experienced. Um, and uh, the rivers are working. Um, the, the lakes had a few on there. So it's all, it seems to be a snapper fond at the moment. But um, no one's complained, eh? No, you no, take it. <laughs> <laughs> no one. 
definitely not complaining. It'd be the same up there, wouldn't it? You'd be getting reports about Snapper. Mm-hmm. Snapper and, and uh, finally some reports coming in of uh, dolphin fish, like of decent size at the fads as well, which uh, for the longest time we, we were... What month are we in, mate? Yeah, well, that's it. You know, it's it's finally happening. But uh, yeah, oh, yeah. What are we in? Um, March. March. Yeah. March. See, we had McGlashan. We had McGlashan talking about uh, the lack of dolphin fish for the last few weeks. Mm. But now, yeah. all of a sudden, and you know, we had this great run of marlin, and yeah. now the uh, dollies are turned up. Yeah, well, everything's everything's um, put put back with all the wet weather, I reckon. Yep. You know, I reckon that's quieting things down. Now they're now the water's probably is up there and they're back onto it. But um I I have to say I didn't hear of any goldies down here. But that usually happens. Sydney get them, they get all the big ones and then all the little ones come down to us. But uh having said that the guys that go out wide during that peak season uh, uh, do get yep. a lot of big goldies. So, um you might pick up some around the gantry, mate, up on Hatchie, uh, that's point. Um, we used to get them right in on the blowhole, but that hasn't happened for a few years since the size limits come in. They seem to have thinned out a bit, um, as legal ones, that is. Mm. Uh, so, a bit of a... Uh, dollies are dollies, you know? Yeah, I've seen them come early, late, and not at all. So they're a, they're a lord of themselves. It's a bit hard to pick them. Yeah. Anyway, I know the fads working out there. They've been picking up all sorts of stuff at the fad, but yeah. um, I haven't heard of any dollies. Yeah, That's no. only me, mate. You know, I can't stand at the boat ramp all day. So the guys who go out a bit wider than must have have got some dollies. I just haven't heard about it. Um, if they're in Sydney, they'll be down here, give it a week, and they usually wander down, following that current that we bringing them down. So. Mm. Yeah, good stuff. But um, the usual flathead and all that are around, the usual Ludric, uh, uh, I'm being politically correct. Yep. They're, um, they're, they're around at the moment as well. The boys in the harbour have had a few. They picked up a few in the harbour um, using um, uh, what they have. No, nippers using nippers for them. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we used to catch them down another number with the nippers as well. Mm. So um, you know, there's a there's a thing for the old the old fellas to get the weed and all that sort of stuff, you know. But now I'm an old fella. <laughs> yeah. Some new, ideas, some new ideas are going in there now. Uh, yeah, it's, all in all, it's really um, uh, good to see. The boys seem to be doing quite well at the moment. So it's, uh, I don't know about the um, I don't know about the pro guys. I haven't seen one. Um, I know um, one of them hasn't been out for a while. Whether he's crook or whether a boat's not right or something's not right or. I don't know. They normally go right out on the shelf. The shelf would be good too, but at the moment, you'd be able to pick up some good um, good stuff out there. Um, a, lot of, a lot of sharks, though, mate, now. You know, with, as you said before, with the, the 
dag on sharks. There seems to be um, a, a prolific, you know, uh, which in, is good to see because um, we did slaughter them pretty well. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how this industry's changed over the years, isn't it? Yeah, crazy. Um, we've they're fishing, they're getting they're getting all these um, snapper in close and out wide. They tend to be using the good old faithful mate prawn. Mm-hmm. Not yep, they reckon the prawns are doing the trick and uh, a few slimies. There's some slimies around at the moment so they're picking them up and uh, using a couple of slimy fillers. Um they don't. They haven't burled up for them. They just appeared, you know. I know we used to have to burl for them, but not anymore. They just appeared. You guys were discussing it beforehand when you were around, actually. Um, it just seems to be um, prolific. No other word for it. I like that word. Yeah. It's one, one of the few words I know, but I can't spell it. <laughs> you and me <laughs> both. <laughs> I have a couple of other words the same <clears throat> that I can't spell. I'm scared to ask what they they might be. Ross, we've got to go. Mate, thank you very much for your time this morning. Yeah, no worries. I should have a bit more knowledge tomorrow when I go down and talk from today. Have a great day, guys. Look Perfect. forward to chatting with you then. Thanks again. 13 minutes away from five. Hey, Gary, what time you call this? Yeah, the traffic was really bad. Oh, there's Steve. Okay, Steve. Morning. How's your weekend? Same old, same old. What'd you get up to? Not much. Are you okay, mate? Looking out for one another is something we all need to do. So if a mate's struggling, ask, are you okay? Listen, encourage action, and check in again soon. Those four steps could change their life. Find out more at ruok.org.au. Here's New South Wales origin coach Brad Fittler for RAD. Get behind the wheel after you've been drinking and you're putting a lot of innocent lives at risk, especially your friends in the car who've trusted you to get them home. And knowing local roads and back streets doesn't make them any safer. So before you drink, plan ahead. Share a taxi, catch public transport, or arrange a designated driver who won't drink. The life you save might be your own. RAD, R-A-D-D.org.au. Hi, Shelley Craft here. Make it a great Aussie summer with Australian Made. Look for genuine Aussie products carrying the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. There's thousands to choose from. Whether you're planning a backyard barbie, a day at the beach with the family and friends or just chilling at home. Remember to look for the famous green and gold Australian Made logo and support our Aussie makers, farmers and retailers this summer. Visit australianmade.com.au forward slash summer to find genuine Aussie products. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. 
Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Ten minutes away from five here on High Tide at five o'clock. We'll update the latest news for you here on the Super Radio Network. And Kieran, we've got Bobby Dean joining us online. Good Good morning. morning. How are we, gentlemen? Pretty good. Yeah, no complaints. Steve, how long have you had that snake now? Oh, since the girl got uh, her first communion, I think we bought the snake to to celebrate that. It must be two years, you know? Yeah, a couple of years now, yeah. So the snake's... We got it as a yearling, and I think it just turned it turned three in <laughs> that's December. That's a horse too. Oh, you can race it now. Yeah, yeah. It. Jump on top. <laughs> it's a three-year-old. <laughs> yes, yes. Are you running in the in the golden slipper? Tell you what, she'd probably probably do all right. Scare all the other horses. So yeah, could work. She could slide yeah. up the inside. That's it. Down the barrier. She's, yeah, very very happy on the barrier. Good on you. Thanks thanks for bringing that up, Bob. Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, it's amazing what we talk about at times. We do. But, uh, yeah, well, anything varied. Yeah, pretty difficult, Steve, up and over on, mate. Mm. Yeah, no. Look, it's it's beautiful part of the world, isn't it? You know, just yeah, driving driving along that that road um, back into uh, sort of the the other side of uh, Lithgow there, and you see all those houses that are for sale and so forth, and properties for oh, sale, yeah. and you just sort of Long go, yeah, yeah, well, sort of, yeah. There's some some nice old places there, and you just sort of think, one day, hmm. one day, Lithgow will come back. Yeah, yeah, I imagine okay. it will. So oh, you yeah, want well, the prices are still, still there. Still got the pubs in it in yeah. the main street. Yeah, one end from you know north, uh, east to west. I think good the feed there too. Mm. Yeah, the pubs. Yeah, I just can't think of the name. The first pub used to be owned by a bloke who was played five eight for Parramatta. There you go. I think of his name shortly. Hmm. You can get a good good beer and a good food in that pub. Hmm. But it's, you know, it's not a good place to get have too many. Then you cross over the railway line, you got the club. Hmm. I know um, the drink areas. Yeah. My, you're, you're like my my first <laughs> boss, right? Like. He used to give me directions on how to get to places. Well, you go down to the street, you just go down the main road, and when you get to the Rosebury Hotel, you turn left, and then you follow that until you get to the Piermont, turn right at the Piermont. It was all pubs. All the, all the, you're exactly like he is. Yeah. Directions on how to get there via pubs and clubs. The, most people know the pub and the club. Speaking pub of, especially. Speaking of directions, uh, Bobby, what's happening on the fishing front? What can you steer us into? Well, mate. From what I've heard offshore, from like Wollongong North, heaps of mullies. Not hasn't been a great deal of reds. A heap of you know blue spot floodies, eastern 
sand mm. flathead. So, um, you know, it's always easy for a feed there when you can get out. But um, in the bay, truckloads of little kings, to, you know, I mean little, majority undersized. Same within the George, there's a lot of undersized Jews up and down the river. Um, fishing the Captain Cook, the Jews is better on the run out, last of the run out, and Tom Ugly's on the last of the run up. So I haven't heard any uh, reports on mining. So I don't know how too many people now that fish for them. But um, they should be there, mate, the usual haunts in around the bay, off some sand patches. Yeah. Um, Bean, well, mate, got a, his personal best estuary perch the other day at 50 centimetres, so Ooh, he's getting there slowly. That's a big fish. They grow yeah. a lot bigger than that, Steve. Well, yeah, but that's that's a nice size fish. I like, like them when they're that big. Yeah, got to be happy yeah, with that. Yeah, they're great on a plate, but, oh, yeah. um, but people don't realise how many are in the systems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it, and and it's one of those species. It's it's like bully mullet and things like that. Yeah, you know, there's heaps of them there, but uh, hard to catch. Yeah, you know? like uh, yeah, and and hard to catch mainly, I think, because nobody really fishes for them. Yeah, yeah, a little place, a uh, little feeder creek into Georgia, so they catch bullies and that. Um, starting in about like mid March, April, before they ran right downstream, it was good fun. Mm. Anyway, the tide starts pushing right in. Just a bit of bread and the only fish in six inches deep. Just use a tiny little bubble. Beautiful. Great fun, I like you. Like, go to the clappers and bullies. Mm. Oh, I Especially bet. in the foot, foot and a half of water. Definitely. Yeah, it'd be awesome um, fun. Like, bone fishing, but for uh, realistic people that, you know, can't afford yeah. to go to Christmas Island. I'll tell you what, a bully will pull a yellow eye. Or if I tail around backwards. Definitely, definitely. And it's surprising how large they do grow. Mm. Yeah. I've caught them up a couple of kilos and I've seen them bigger. Um, we should catch a lot of kids at the weird Liverpool before they modified it. Yeah, now uh, I'm seeing online there's a lot of reports of uh, Watson's Leaping Bonito getting around uh, Sydney at the That's something I like. Bonito everywhere up mm. down the coast. Yeah. So, uh-huh. you know, you got the, the normal striped bonito and then, yeah, the, these Watsons leaping. Uh, yeah. I find them very, very soft, though. They don't get as big as, uh, you know, normal striped bonito and, and I find them, they, you know, you can eat them, but I find them very, very soft. Bait. Oh. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, geez, they're colourful fish, though, when they Yeah, they are, they're pretty. When, when you, you catch them in, and they sort of first come out of the water, yeah, they they just look a million dollars with sort of spots and stripes and beautiful blues and uh, yellows and yeah just yeah. we'll have to carry this discussion on tomorrow all right john when are you in tomorrow stevie uh yeah fred so yep yeah oh, that's all right somebody got to keep flying the flag mate <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is true all right, gentlemen, I'll check to you tomorrow. See you, Bobby. Yeah, Have a good Bobby. day. We'll look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow. We are approaching news time at 5 o'clock, and when we come back, we're going to chat with Steve. We're going to talk a bit of politics, Kieran. Get there a little bit of politics out yes, of the way. about um, um, policies. Policies and Montague Island and mm. closures that people want to introduce. And a couple of things I've just read that you printed out 
uh, we need to talk about that relate to Albanese. And we'll do that on the other side of the news. You're listening to High Tide on the Super Radio Network. A quick break and the news, and we'll be back with more.